0: Welcome back to the Coffee and Convos podcast for the best conversations with artists, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between happen over coffee. I'm your host, Alyssa, and in today's episode, we're chatting with Shay Castro of Come Alive Co. She's an incredible brand storyteller, helping women craft their brand stories to come alive through the power of their words. Before becoming her own boss, she's worked for brands you may have heard of like Toyota, UFC Gym, GoDaddy, and more. She's a powerhouse, an incredible speaker, and your instant BFF that you'd want to dance to hip-hop to all day long. In this episode, you can expect us chatting about all the things, including identity as a Filipino-American, the power of our words and stepping into our gifts and calling, and an upcoming event that she's a part of called She Tour in San Diego happening on January 23rd. A bonus is... If you stay tuned throughout the episode, we'll share a generous discount code to all of our listeners who would like to attend SheTour happening this week. I'll definitely be there. So if you're interested, definitely stay tuned. Grab your coffee or your favorite way to keep yourself fueled for the day and let's get this conversation started. I'm so excited to be here with my lovely friend Shay, also known as Come Alive Co. And we're here recording in the New Futures Past studio. So I'm super pumped and I'm super excited. And I just feel so blessed to have one of my amazing friends that I admire so much here to kind of be the honor to be our first guest and Aww. record
1: out of our studio. Oh my gosh, I am so honored <laughs> to be the first interviewee at Futures Past. I am sitting on this royal blue velvet couch that is caressing my bum very nicely. <laughs> so thank you, Alyssa, for this amazing royal position. And seriously, I have admired you ever since I heard about you years ago. The fact that you jumped out on your own and started your own podcast when that wasn't even a thing. My gosh, this girl is an innovator, and she's going to continue to change the landscape of San Diego creativity. So I'm just excited that I get to be here with you.
0: Oh, yay. Wow. I'm like feeling all the love. And while we sip on our lattes from Cafe Virtuoso, shout out to them because they're amazing. So good. Mm -hmm. And the oat milk, though. (laughs) Finer
1: figure. (laughs) We're not sponsored, but give us a shout.
0: Yeah. Well, Shay, how I like to start these podcasts are typically what's your story? I know it's a very loaded question, Yeah, but feel free to start whenever and however. Sure.
1: So it is a loaded question,
0: but I'm a brand
1: storyteller, so I will try to do myself justice. I would say my greatest mission in life is to help people feel known, seen and loved. And I think that comes from a past of not feeling it and then understanding what it's like to transform and be in that feeling and wanting to spread that. So I grew up in North San Diego in Poway and being the only Filipino or the woman of color there, as we've talked about several times, Mm -hmm. was very confusing. I was mistaken for Chinese and I just didn't know my identity because being Filipino American, I was not taught that side of me. And so I went a lot through life questioning what is my culture, what is my identity? I hated having darker skin tone than a lot of friends around me. I hated not being able to afford the certain clothes that other friends did. And yet my parents were doing so well and doing the best to provide for my sister and I. So when it came the time to go to college, I was able to go to San Diego State. So woo woo, Aztecs, Mm -hmm. yes. I joined I solely went to that school because of Samahan, AB uh-huh. Samahan, the Filipino-American organization there, because I wanted to dig deep into my roots as a Filipino-American. And so through there, I kind of reinvented myself, became very social, and after that, I jumped into the career world. I was working in advertising for the past 10 or 12 years, on and off in agencies and freelance. And even there, I was killing it, working with amazing clients like Toyota and GoDaddy and all these huge names, leading amazing campaigns, using my creativity, my art and science in one, and growing numbers. But I was, again, unfulfilled. And, I mean, I didn't want to sell printers or cars for the rest of my (laughs) life. Go figure. (laughs) So that led me on a six-month missions trip around the world. I lived in Hawaii, India, and Thailand, doing a lot of humanitarian work. And through that time, it was just a journey of reclaiming my faith in God, in people, in myself. And so that led me back to San Diego. During that time, our city's San Diego, or our city's cre- creative community was thriving. And I'm so excited now to have opened Come Alive Co. and to be helping female entrepreneurs like yourself come alive in your brand story and copywriting because I believe that each of us were made to come alive in our unique gifts and callings.
0: So that's my story. Wow. I. Have you rehearsed this? No. (laughs) I mean, I talk about my brand story all the time, but thanks. (laughs) No, that was so on point. And I love that you touched on, you know, your, like, growing up as a Filipino-American because I myself being one and going, like, moving from place to place, going to, like, seven different schools growing up and having to, like, fit in into a certain mold was very tough for me. And it still was up until the point of, like a couple years ago, I feel. And I think it's just so important, especially as women and people of color, to understand what our power is through our words, through our art, through what our passions are. And I see that a lot in the San Diego community and what so many talented individuals have to offer, but they don't have like the opportunity to be seen or heard. Mm. And you living your truth and, you know, starting your new company is so inspiring because we need more people like you. We need more more voices. We need more of your story mm. to be told, which is why I'm so excited for you to be here. Mm. And I feel like sharing space like this always makes me for, feel more confident in myself because I know I'm not alone. Yeah. And especially when you see like there's other successful podcasters or there's other successful copywriters mm. and. Hold on, there's a helicopter. <laughs> um, And it just seems like, oh, they have this privilege because of their skin color or because they, you know, they're just the majority and not the minority. But anyhow, I am so excited that you're here. And I really am grateful for you sharing that piece of yourself, which is why I really want to talk about like your identity and how you embrace your identity. Um, growing up, especially as a Filipino American, when Mm. it's not kind of celebrated to start your own business, to be in a creative path, even though Filipinos are great singers and dancers. Yes, we are. You know what I'm saying?
1: Well, I know some who can't, but my family can. I'm definitely
0: not (laughs) one of them. I don't fit in that demographic at all. I'll get you to sing and dance, Alyssa. (laughs) (laughs) But anyhow, I, I would love to talk more about your journey identity and like your your career path and how you ended up here yeah oh
1: man that's a loaded question yeah okay so this question listeners out there is coming off the heels of what I felt is one of my biggest failures in my career and I say that because I am now on this journey of going from doing to being where I felt like so much my identity rested in things I had to achieve Hmm. I had to be the best Asian American with all A's, because that's the stereotype, right? I had to be the best career woman on top because I was the only woman of color in boardrooms with men in suits that I had to prove myself as the best. I feel like we've grown in this society where we are told, whether through subtext or really explicitly, you must prove yourself in order to gain your worth. Mm. But I'm so excited that you mentioned earlier that I am here to help lend a voice to these different brands and these different stories because I'm developing this new way of storytelling for women in business. Before it was run by men in suits, again, telling us how to tell our stories and that it's all about the customer and that's great. But now I'm trying to develop something where it's really about our gifts and about Mm. our calling because the more we can own what makes us different, makes us beautiful. My friend mentioned that stupid song to me from the nineties recently, and now it's in my head. It's like, what makes you different makes you beautiful, but it's true. Mm -hmm. And it's like a mosaic of the collective of our voices, elevates the community. And it starts.
0: (laughs) Thanks girl. Snaps. (laughs) Okay, girl.
1: Yeah, but it starts with a confidence and a knowing in who you are and not just what you do. And Mm. I say that off the heels of crumbling because I didn't achieve my optimal performance as an entrepreneur, as a speaker. And yet at the end of the day, I'm reminded there are certain parts of me that can never be taken. Who I am, I'm a child of God, I'm a beautiful woman, I'm a daughter, I'm a sister, I'm all these different things. But what I do is an extension of that Mm -hmm. and that's it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, girl. Yes, and you were so powerful with your words. I'm just like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I would love to talk about your recent experience with failure and what you considered your biggest failure. Because especially coming from so many experiences of failure, whether it was like just dropping the ball at an event, or losing a space or Mm. just whatever you consider failure, it's always presented, at least in my opinion, an opportunity for growth, right? And lessons to be learned because if everything were perfect, we'd just kind of be in this like ongoing, I guess momentum but we wouldn't learn anything new. Yeah. We just just kind of be stagnant, in my mm-hmm. opinion. And it took me a really long time to embrace that. Just like reflecting on the past year and what I could have done better. And instead of beating myself up for it, which was like always really hard, because again, we, we oftentimes place a lot of our worth in the work that we do. Totally. Instead of who we are as people. Yeah. And i would just love to hear your perspective and what you did to get out of that funk yeah
1: Uh, so again podcast listeners we are in the messy middle i like to call it and i love alyssa for that because oftentimes it's easy to want to present our story when it's nicely tied in a beautiful bow because then we can say it was a failure and i grew from it and i'm great now and nothing can stop me and people love stories of victory but vulnerability is also being in the messy middle and learning how to invite people into that, especially mm. your community. So my story of what happened is that I I am called to speak on more. I believe that I am supposed to speak and spread this message again of you are loved, you are seen, you are worthy. And so I had my first speaking event of the year with my friend Angela and it, It just didn't go as I planned. I didn't plan it correctly. The timing and the pacing was off. I didn't get to share the message that I wanted. And I was flustered. And I think I will let my ego die right now. And I will say that I was relying on talent. And Mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur, you can never rely on talent alone. Every day it's a new day. Every experience is new with different people around you. And so I just wasn't properly prepared. And so Later on, I got together with a friend there and I was just defeated and I didn't know why. And she kind of patted me on the back and was like, yeah, you know, that wasn't your best. (laughs) (laughs) And I laughed as we talked about this earlier, Mm -hmm. but what do you mean? Like, I was the kid who was told my whole life that I'm so beautiful and capable. So how am I not the best (laughs) right now? You know, millennial kid. But my word of the year is love. And love isn't always glossing over the truth, but it's actually getting to the heart of it. And there is love in correction. And I'm so glad that my friend told me, hey, you're better than that. And together we can be better. Because now I'm realizing that love is not ego or isolation. It's in community with others who care about you so much that they will correct you even when you're wrong from a very loving place. Mm -hmm. And so we got together. We are working on my presentation for next week where we'll talk about this, but I'm going on a speaking tour. And so I'm really excited because I woke up this morning at five in the morning and feel like this gift of an idea of a new message was dropped in my lap. And it has to do a lot with the stories that we tell ourselves. Even when we're in the messy middle, we can still write a more powerful way out.
0: Ooh, girl, yes. <laughs> I feel like I could quote every single thing that you say and just like turn it into a big poster <laughs> and look at it every day. I'm like, yep. Shake-ass <laughs> Yes, yes. Love it. Because you have such a way with words, I would love to hear why words are so powerful.
1: Yeah, I love that question. So as I mentioned earlier, I really want to, went on a journey of reclaiming my faith. Growing up Filipino-American, you know, a lot of people are born into the Catholic Church. I was born into the Christian Church. And it's funny because... A lot of times we're born into something, but you really have to be reborn into it to understand what does this mean to me? Mm, And so mm -hmm. on my missions trip, I was really rediscovering like, who is God to me? And what is my identity in that? And so one of my favorite verses is the power of life and death is in the tongue. And I truly believe that I think we can speak life or death or over a situation. I believe that we can either call people to rise or look at them and say, you're nothing, and they will diminish to that. Mm. So I have an example of this, and I don't wanna say when it was in my life because I don't wanna call anyone out, but I was in a situation where I was thrust with different people in certain challenges, and there was a woman who unfortunately was subjected to just not the most loving situation growing up. And so when we're not loved well growing up, we do not treat others well because we're not used to that kind of love. And so I had a choice. I could either treat her the way that she had always been treated or I could treat her in a way that she deserved to be treated and to let her rise to that. So every day when I was frustrated with this individual, I would think she deserves love too. So every day I would try to just love her through my words, through my actions. And by the end of our time together, she told me I believe that I am so worthy of love and capable because that is how you treated me. And from that moment on, I realized there truly is power of life and death in our tongue. And if we see the best in people, if we call out the gold in them, when they don't see it themselves, we will be part of their
0: story to allow them to rise to that. Ooh. Wow. I'm telling you, girl, you're just like dropping the mic every single time. And I love that you bring this up too, especially because in the rise of social media, obviously, it's not gonna go away anytime soon, but there's so much power in what we share on social media, how it's presented, and especially because like, media itself is manipulated, right? Yeah. Like, you could choose to either feed it through negativity or feed positivity and in this day and age where everything is social and we're doing it for the... We're doing it for the gram. gram. We're doing... Like, we're putting out, like, whatever content we feel right for us. It's always been important for me personally to put something out there on the internet that would reflect how I am in real life. You know, and I think... I don't know if you saw the recent... uh, a series that's out on Netflix called The Circle. No. <laughs> okay. So the concept is basically, it's all social media based, right? And it's like, welcome to The Circle. You, each player, because it's like a game show, has their own room and everything is connected to this network. Mm. And you're, no one can see each other. Mm-hmm. Wow. And the only way that they can communicate is through like messaging, And Mm -hmm. so there'll be like a circle chat or you could individually message somebody. But there are people who are catfishing on purpose. Mm -hmm. There are people who are genuinely themselves. And then like, you know, the only thing that you know about this person is the words that they use and the photos that they use. Wow. And I think that's why it was really important for me to bring up that question, because on the Internet, you could be anyone you want to be. Yeah. And I think that's scary. Like you said, like you have that power to bring life or death. Mm -hmm. And it's just like so such an it's just such an interesting world we live in right now. Definitely. Overall. But I think you choosing to bring in so much positivity and light to the world with your words and just through your content alone. And this is how you are in real life. Mm -hmm. It's so refreshing. And it's something that I love to see because anytime I see a post something, I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to be a good post. Like, <laughs> let me, let me, let me grab my popcorn or my coffee and just like <laughs> my tissues. read. Yeah. Anything. But I'm just like, oh, you always have something so insightful to share. And there's so much power in that, you know, for you to be vulnerable enough to share your story, because I know it's not easy for you to be like, hey, I failed at this, yeah. but it's going to be okay. And to open up space for others to be like, you know what, like, I felt that way before, too, mm. and you're not alone. Like, that's where I feel like that magic lies. Like, yeah. there's so much beauty in it, and there's so much just livelihood to it. Yeah. And that's what I would love to just continue pouring into what we create as artists and creators and entrepreneurs is this, this space to feel open, seen, and heard where, we're like, all that... BS just doesn't matter, yeah. right? Yeah, that's um, a
1: really good point. And as a brand storyteller, because I come from a background in marketing where we are told to make everything look shiny and new, I don't believe that. I think truth is the most powerful source of creativity. And so I like to teach your most aligned and authentic message, so align being vertical. So how are you aligning with your purpose, with your higher being, what you believe, and how are you being authentic horizontally. How are you treating people? How are you treating yourself? Mm. So I think when those channels are both open, then you're really coming alive, which is the name of my business. And I had to start that because I was not alive in my job. Um, I I left due to depression and that's what really led me to the missions trip. I don't know if I mentioned that, but we're not talk, we don't talk about mental illness in the Mm -hmm. Asian American or Christian slash Catholic circles. But I think coming Full circle now to use that word circle coming into that now and realizing this is my gift to carry and bring to others is how do we open those channels to make you as aligned and authentic as possible with yourself and with others that's
0: where this coming alive feeling comes from i absolutely love that Thanks. i did not know that was your your story behind your bread i was going to ask you later but i really love that you're so intentional with yes. with everything and I would love to talk more about your experience with mental health. Yeah. And why it's so important to take care of yourself and to nourish oh, yourself and just so just literally be and like if you need to sleep in for a day, like to do it, because you're right yeah. in the Asian American communities, especially growing up with like a Filipino family, you know, like my parents, I don't know about you, but my parents Never would tell me like that they love me, you know, yeah. and it was just a norm. It was just a social like it was just what well, was accepted. That's what I grew up with. I accepted it. But the more that I started to see how my peers around me would interact with their parents it made me feel like, ooh, I want that. Why don't yeah. I have that? And it was always that like tough love aspect. Mm. And I know that um, I think it's called One Down Media. They just recently put out that that video series about mental health in Filipino Families, and you sent me an article, I think, from them. Yes, yeah. And I love that they talk about that and brought light to it. I actually sent the same article to my cousin, and she lives in L.A., and she's pretty far away from family. And we were having this discussion about how she feels so displaced Mm -hmm. because she's so far away that she can't be here physically. And it feels like our family is judging her because she's not being because because she's not here that means she doesn't love us totally i get you know that. and i feel the same sh- like sort of guilt and shame because i've sacrificed so much to build this business yeah. to build this community and to just look out for myself mm. and there's times where i know like when i go to family parties they never ask me about how i'm actually doing. Mm-hmm. They they just kind of assume like, oh, well she's kind of doing her thing. Yeah. And i feel so ashamed of like i should be here more, mm. but at the same time like i'm i'm trying to build this thing and i don't want to feel bad about it. Yeah. Definitely. You know. Yeah. So i'd love to hear more about your experience and how you've kind of battled through your own bouts of depression and anxiety and what you've experienced. Definitely. So
1: the Filipino American community is a tough topic to tackle. We could share a lot of commonalities with them, but there's also a lot of differences. So, you know, I don't want to paint it all in one brushstroke in my experience. Last year, one of the toughest challenges of becoming an entrepreneur fully was dealing with the, what I call, aftermath of my extended family, if they accepted that or not. Mm. And I say extended because I am so grateful that I was born into a family that supported me, no matter what, and that's very rare. And I think from the support they've given me in my dreams and vision, that's allowed me to now give it to other friends like you. But... There was a lot of times last year where I held so much bitterness against people who weren't supposedly rooting me on Mm. and who weren't verbally telling me, you go girl, you got this because to them, the traditional path is what they believe is the path to success. When I got through being really pissed at that and putting my suppositions on them, what I realized is that their path is different from mine. And the sooner that I can accept that what they believe is happiness and joy is completely different from mine and to be okay with that and to still love them through that, but not expect them to love me for what I'm doing, I was able to reach total forgiveness for them. Mm. And what I also learned is that I was not supporting myself. I was expecting everyone around me to love me, but I wasn't loving or cheering myself on. So I have to say that was the biggest revelation of my last year is not looking to the right or to the left for anyone else's approval, but knowing that I'm walking in my gifts and calling and that's enough. And to affirm you, Alyssa, and anyone else listening who feels like you don't have the support of your family, number one, if you believe you're fully walking in the gifts and the calling that God has given you, I totally cheer you on and believe that this is where you're meant to be. Number two, there's such thing as blood family and there's another thing as chosen family. Mm. And sometimes the chosen family is even stronger. The community around us, what you're building here, Alyssa and Adrian, of a community of creatives who are rooting each other on, especially in the depths that we don't see on social media. And when we have that kind of family rooting us on, that's where breakthrough happens. I just wanna publicly affirm you in front of everyone, Alyssa, This girl, I saw her the day after my quote-unquote failure, and it was hard. I had to show up in a situation where I had to keep moving forward. I had to put on a happy face and record a video, and I was just not happy. And then Alyssa shows up out of nowhere, and she looks at me and just says three words. How are you? And both of our eyes welled up in tears. And it was one of those things like, I see you girl, like I know you're at the bottom, but it's okay. And I am here with you. That was the most powerful thing that anyone could have said to me at that time. And so in my mental health journey, there has been a lot of belief and faith, and there has been a lot of love from the people around me to show me that I'm not alone. And that's been my journey.
0: Girl. Love you. Where are the tissues at? <laughs> <laughs> Did you? And I'm not going to say that on here. <laughs> <sighs> oh, my gosh. It's, it's really just, like, those simple things that you do for yourself, surrounding yourself with the right people. Yeah. And accepting that, like, you're not okay, but knowing that yeah. moving forward, like, you're going to take the steps to make it okay. Yeah. Yeah. And... Like you're doing it, you know, and I love that you bring up the messy middle because I feel like those are the moments, you know, like when you're sitting in, like you're sitting in the shit, like you're sitting in all of the crap that just seems so out of place. And so like, how the heck am I going to get up from here? Yeah, It's just taking that moment and you're like, you know what, this is it. Like, this is fine. Yep. This is what this is right now. And I know that. A month from now, a year from now, a couple years from now, this moment will just seem like a little blip, you know, in the universe and time that you're just like, I got over it. You know, it won't be as as big or as like messy Mm -hmm. because, you know, you clean up after yourself and you're like, you know what? I'm going to dust myself off and try again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly, Aaliyah. Sing it, girl. You, <laughs> girl, I can't sing. <laughs> but I would love to talk more about setting boundaries because I know that this is something we've both talked about just off air. And knowing that... Because like you said earlier, you surround yourself with the right people, your chosen family, and sometimes that's stronger. And sometimes there's people who, who wanna bring you down or maybe don't support you the way that you need to be supported mm-hmm. or loved or cared about. And it's okay to let go of those people, to welcome in the, the right community and the right people who will support you, no matter what your messy middle or your failures or your success looks like. Yeah.
1: Oh, boundaries is so big for people like us, Alyssa, who are such lovers of people and lovers of life. We will just love until our cup is empty, and that's possibly the most dangerous thing you can do as Mm -hmm. a person, and that's what I'm learning this week. To be honest, my failure came off the heels of saying yes to so much that I wasn't setting any boundaries at all. And unfortunately, when you say yes to everything, you're saying no to yourself, So setting boundaries for me has looked like making peace with what is meant to be past in order to move forward with what I believe is the most powerful present and future. It's about being aligned, like I said, with your calling and your gifts and what you believe you have to give to the world. And sometimes it's letting go of people or jobs. For instance, whenever I feel like I'm supposed to say yes to a very few things like jobs, for instance, I will always have more jobs coming in, like a flood of jobs. Mm -hmm. And it's just taken until this month of maturity to realize me saying yes to all these jobs. Yes, there's good money in that whatever opportunity. But what am I really saying no to is my dreams. I'm saying no to my self-care, my health. And that's just breaking me in the end. Mentally, I'm not showing up as the best I can for myself, for my clients, for my friends, for my husband, so setting boundaries looks like loving yourself well so that you can love those around you even better.
0: Mm. Completely agree, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the same idea as like pouring from an empty cup, right? Like you, girl, that, that's how I feel like the last few years of my life has been, because mm. I feel like I said yes to everything, every opportunity, yes. every just like things that I didn't even align with even, like, partnerships. So I Mm. I do a lot of, like, partnerships with brands, and I found myself saying yes to things that I was just like, I don't even use this thing. Mm. And I hate (laughs) that I did that. I admit it now, but I was just like, you know, I did it because I wanted to build that rapport. I would be like, yes, I'm an influencer, but, like, I even (laughs) hate that term now. You know, like, there's just all of this fluff. But when you finally like shed all the things that you're like, you know, I'm not I'm no longer going to say yes to these weirdo partnerships that <laughs> no longer align with me. And I'm no longer going to work with clients who don't understand my value. And I'm finally going to cut off those people in my life that I was holding on to. Yeah. It's amazing to see what, what comes in because of that. It's like Definitely, you're just yeah. making room for all the things that... That can make your life better yeah. or just like add some more light to your life. Yeah. And like, I honestly feel because like I didn't meet you in person until like what last year? Yeah, crazy. Yeah. I'm just like, girl, where have you been on my life? <laughs> at all and, the other coffee shops. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And stalking Adrian in like James Coffee, like, hey, he's <laughs> here. <laughs> it was so funny. But honestly, I feel like you came into my life at a time where. I was shedding a lot of past friendships and past relationships where like, we just no longer aligned. We were on a different wavelength. And we were just like, even if I were to put effort into that, it wasn't reciprocated. And I was just like, I, I don't want to feel that way anymore. I don't want to feel as though, like I want to pour in love to people who, who would, at least, at the very least, reciprocated, and, like, yeah. I feel, I felt that with you. It was just, like, the moment I met you, you're just, like, this big bundle of joy, and I was just, like, <laughs> oh, my God, like, <laughs> I love you, <laughs> yeah. and we, we need people like that. We need to surround ourselves with what makes us happy and whatever we do for self-care that will kind of keep us grounded and yeah. keep us sane for what our lives look like especially as entrepreneurs yeah right I think that's the most challenging part is you know you want to say yes to all the things but you also have to recognize that like burnout is so real and when it happens I've seen people go to the hospital because of it you know and it's not worth it yeah and just to be in like a really good just to have a mindset where you can give yourself, like, at least a, f- a few hours a day of just gratitude and mm. filling up your cup. Mm. can go such a long way. Ian and I have a few different things we do in the morning where it's it just makes sense for us. Yeah, This is something we didn't do before until, like, last year, that... It took Ian, you know, crashing his car to finally wow. put himself first. Um, it took me, like, a huge moment of burnout in, like, 2018 after throwing my second, like, unfiltered event. And I was just like, whoa, like, that took so much out of me. Yeah. And it was my fault because I didn't ask for help. It mm. was my fault because I didn't put myself in a position where afterwards I could just relax. Yeah. After that event, I was just exhausted beyond Anything, And I was just so uninspired. I didn't want to do anything. I was depressed. And really, it took... And Ian was gone. He was on tour for, like, a few months. So it was when he got back. And when I was just like, I want to do something more. I want to get out of this. That's kind of when the idea of Future's Past happened. So it's it took all of that, like, funk and ugliness wow. to go through. For me to finally find like this path of creating something bigger than myself mm. with someone that I trust and someone that I know has the same values. Yeah. And um I feel like I'm just going on a tangent, but no, oh, I love that. <laughs> I really do admire like those who honor themselves first and whether that starts with like reading for 30 minutes, meditating for 10 minutes and then journaling. Mm-hmm. Like whatever that looks like for you, do it, you know? Yeah. It it took me like actually waking up a couple hours earlier than than normal yeah. to like do it and get used to it. <laughs> oh, girl, well, I need to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I remember like you and I were talking, you we were like, "Oh yeah, well, I'm t- I'm typically done with my morning routine by like 10 30, 11 yeah. and then I'm ready to like actually do work because I, I don't want to go on social media first thing in the morning I don't want to pollute my brain and mm. like my mind with negative thoughts mm. and I want to like especially emails like I turn those notifications off because I'm like uh, I don't want to see it yeah <laughs> for sure right and like an email can wait if it's really pressing give me a call but really even then like <laughs> don't do it yeah. but anyhow like putting yourself first and and starting your day has been like on a on a on your right foot not your actual right foot but like <laughs> on, on a right foot really does help like our mental state and just like helps us feel productive at least i could speak for myself and ian but i would love to hear how you honor yourself yeah. and how you you know set yourself up for productivity and you know, showing up? Yeah, that's a great question. I never really understood the power
1: of a morning routine because I'm not a morning person. I'm a night owl. Like, yes, (laughs) like most creatives. Hey, I see you 2 a.m.ers, 4 a.m.ers getting all your best ideas. (laughs) But I never saw the power of a morning routine until recently when I realized that my thoughts would get so jumbled if I was solely focused on what I was doing as opposed to who I wanted to be in the world. And that's such a huge theme of what we're talking about, right? So my morning routine now is around your time. Girl, I feel like people are gonna be listening to us, like, I need to be an entrepreneur. What are they talking about, 10, 30, 11? Like, <laughs> right? like it must be nice. And yeah, like, it must ah. be nice, pajama, bunhead. But <laughs> But no, it's so beautiful to wake up. Slow mornings are so important to me because my husband is a nurse and he works late at night. So being able to get up and check in with him and just have a great cup of coffee and talk about how we're doing connects us. So from there, I like to I like to stretch first thing in the morning. They say you're supposed to do that and drink like a full cup of water. I drink active greens, sponsor me active greens. Ooh. But they're like a really good powder that helps I don't know, just has all these daily vitamins. And I've noticed as I've gotten older, just the tiredness, like you said, the fatigue that comes with running our lives full of passion. It is so great, but I get so tired all the freaking time. (laughs) So I need that like protein powder to start my day doing my stretching. Um, like you said, being connected to yourself. So I'm always connecting to my higher source in the morning. I'm always reading my word. I'm praying every morning. I am saying praises and gratitude. Like you said, gratitude is so powerful. Mm -hmm. My friend once said that our praise is the highway to breakthrough. So when you're seeing like, just nothing but darkness before you. God, I am so thankful to you that I am, I've i woken up this day. This means I have something more to live for. I have so many great things ahead of me. Just like, you, like we were talking about, calling out in words what you want to see before you see it, it's going to get you there. And so just really waking up with gratitude, that routine and just makes you so happy and especially a slow cup of coffee you know yes, that I love girl. my coffee girl mm-hmm. and my sister gave me this gratitude journal where it's like list five things you're grateful for and your prayer for the day and like the verse you're meditating on and it's like it just keeps you so grounded yeah because they say that when we write things down our brains are more likely to remember it so do you want to focus your mind on the things that are not serving you or not not they don't feel good? Or do you want to focus your mind on gratefulness and your purpose and the joy that could come from speaking life into your future? So, yeah, yeah,
0: that was so powerful. Girl. And then I, I guess I get to work after that. So. <laughs> I mean, I guess. <laughs> and then whatever, that <laughs> stuff pays the bills. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> I want to talk about your launch. Of my business. Yes. Yes. Because you did it so, you executed it so well, for Thank one. You. <laughs> And I want to talk about what happened after the launch yes, more specifically, because, you know, I feel like as entrepreneurs and creatives, like, you know, we want to put something so beautiful out into the world and you're like, oh, here's this, here's this new thing. I'm going to launch it this day and get people hyped up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a beautiful thing when that happens, but what happens after that?
1: (laughs) So much. (laughs) y'all you'd be on instagram watching us launching these things like gosh they're so creative and always on and like they never have to sleep they're just running on bunny juice and fairy dust all the time <laughs> this is a great question Alyssa. go ahead if you have any more to this question nope i'm waiting for you girl That's here's it. what happens after launch y'all okay i don't know about everyone else consistency is the name of the game and showing up is like the motto for an entrepreneur <laughs> is what i'm learning because when you don't work for anyone else but yourself you are accountable to yourself yes preach so after i launched come alive co i believe i just disappeared into like (laughs) the vastness of the world because i'm very much highs and lows i'm not like the middle ground person, like my husband, just so consistent, the most dependable guy. I'm like, yes. And then the next day, no, the next day, yes. So I'm just living (laughs) life at a hundred or zero all the time. It's really exciting, but really annoying when you're trying to build something. So I happened to have my birthday around that time. So I like went and did my fancy birthday things. And I think my friend called me out and she was like, okay, you launched this thing. Where are all the things that you said you're going to give us? You're going to give us a newsletter. You're going to have your website, your clients and all this. And I'm like, first of all, I didn't think anyone was paying attention, (laughs) number one. (laughs) Second of all, dang, you're going to call me out like that. So like, shoot, I'll I'll give her a shout out here, Meg, um, MWE Creative. But man, I just love the power of community. I know it's something we keep coming back to, Alyssa, but I would not have been able to launch or sustain this business without the power of community. It has been one person in my community every time, every step of the way telling me, you can do it. You should do it. Where are you? I'm waiting for this. I think it's really powerful when you don't show up and people start asking where you are because Mm -hmm. then you don't realize, wow, like I've really, I really have an impact on the world more than I know. And just to all the creatives, to all of you, people who don't even call yourselves creative, know that your presence in this world even impacts someone, not just what you do, but just who you are and the life you bring when you walk into a room, people notice that when you're not there. So if you're hearing this feeling, like, what am I doing? I'm so down. I'm not doing things right. Just you simply existing and being is a gift to the rest of the world. So please keep showing up.
0: I love that. Do you want to give a shout out to Nick and what she said today? Oh my gosh. I want to give a shout out to Nick and Brooke.
1: So I posted on Instagram what a failure I was from my speech. (laughs) And this just goes to show the power of perception, y'all, and how hard we can be on ourselves. Because I posted this whole thing about how I felt my speech was a failure. And everyone in the room was like, what are you, were you in a different room? Because you did amazing and all this stuff. And so, wow, the power of our thoughts on our own selves can be so dangerous. But when I posted that, my friend, Nick Rock, founder of You Belong Here SD, along with Stacey Keck. She wrote this amazing thing, and I wanna go on my gram and read it. So Nick said, life isn't full of perfect moments. It's not meant to be that way. We all need moments in which we slow our role or allow ourselves to get messy. We don't always need to be sharing, talking, teaching, or saving the world. Sometimes just existing is the greatest defiance against our need to be more. Okay, pause right there, ugh. Snaps to that, man. I'm gonna read that again. Sometimes just existing is the greatest defiance against our need to be more. Breathing is still movement. Our job is to exist. Do it gracefully, save the big stuff for another day. In other words, just take the break, girl. Success has already arrived oh
0: so good yeah and then my other friend
1: brooke lovely day and co was just saying basically like i'm here to show up to bring glory to god if i'm just here living out my purpose i'm doing all right everything else is a bonus everything about you is a bonus so congrats sweet friend you are exactly where you need to be in this moment and the next one and the next one after that breathe easy Y'all, can my friends just, like, make Instagram, quote, posters and give it to Obviously, me? Obviously,
0: <laughs> right? I feel like you could turn all of that into just content. I mean, not just, like, content, but, like, really actionable, like, reminders for yourself to be, like, dude, you're right. Like, give yourself a break. Yeah. You know, take that time and just, like, you know, and especially because, like, we're in that, like, I don't know, that hustle society, yes. right? and everyone's like go 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 and like just do everything and i think what's interesting is you know gary v kind of coined that term of like or not coined the term but he really emphasizes like you know what you have a 9 to 5 from 5 to 9 you know you work on your side hustle which is great you know but there's times even as just like when you do work in a corporate setting or a 9 to 5 that you could, you get tired too. It's not just us, but like, give yourself a break. Yeah. You know, you don't have to do all these things and no one's gonna, like, people will call you out, but also like, you don't have to always be like a hundred percent all the time, because you can't, you can't, you just can't. And I think, we're just hard on ourselves. Like Ian himself, like, I think there's a few times where he's like, oh, I need to post this. I'm like, I mean, you don't really need to. Yeah, <laughs> like, like everyone's on their phone waiting. Where is Adrian? Post? Exactly.
1: <laughs> I have two stories that I want to share about showing up and being your best and also working from a place of worthiness rather than for it. Ooh. I didn't think that these were big stories, but when I shared them, people were like, oh my gosh. So one I love giving shout-outs to mentors. I would not be where I am without my first mentor, Brian D., a creative director who saw in me the potential to be a copywriter. And I'm like, what is a copywriter? And he's like, basically, you don't believe you can get paid for all of the ideas going up in your head. And I was like, what? There's a job for that? So hello, here I am, making my crazy ideas into a reality. (laughs) And Alyssa knows she and Ian are doing the same thing, which is great. But he once said to me, show up and give your best every single day. Today, your best might be 100% and tomorrow it might be 7%, but give your best every day and then you'll know that was enough for that day.
0: So that was powerful.
1: And the second thing, I want to share my $75,000 story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So I was like Miss Baller shot caller when I came back from LA and I was like, yes, I'm going to get all the jobs in San Diego, big fish, small pond. and. The prices are more inflated in LA. It's a greater, it was like a larger city. I understand that. So I came back and was offered a job here in San Diego at an in-house agency. And I remember negotiating salary. And I said, and I'm fine talking about money. We should be talking more about money as women Mm -hmm. and women of color. And so I said, you know, I made around this figure $75,000 at my last job. So I'm expecting that here. If you want me to be the communications manager, I know where I can take you. And the boss, who is this very philosophical, smart dude, like no one could ever really talk him down because he was just so smart. He said, well, we can't pay you that. (laughs) The starting salary is not that high in San Diego. So we can start at lower and then you can work your way up to that in six months if you prove the results. And I said, okay, well, I, I'm not working for $75,000. I'm working from $75,000. Basically saying, I'm not here to work for results and to work to prove my worthiness. I know what I'm worth. And so give me that or don't. And it was a closed door. And I'm so glad I said no to that. Damn, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So y'all work from whatever your figure is, 100K, work from that. Don't
0: work for it because you are worth it and more. I love that. (laughs) It goes back to like my client stories and them just like (laughs) undervaluing us and like, oh, can you do it for half the price? I'm like, no, Uh, no, (laughs) but I feel like you really touched on what I wanted to bring up. And that that's like, how can you show up for yourself both online and in real life? And I mean, you answered it. Kind of. yeah.
1: Showing up for yourself offline is really hard when your business is online. We talked about the gram earlier and like do it for the gram and it becomes yeah. a joke until it becomes your life. <laughs> so it can be so easy to show up for yourself online because the likes are addictive. You know, we're addicted to serotonin or whatever it is that Instagram gives you. It's either that one or endorphins. Where are my science people at? Dopamine. <laughs> Dopamine. All three of those <laughs> in one. <laughs> <laughs> the fangs <laughs> the things. Showing, showing them chemicals but showing up offline has been the biggest challenge for me in terms of showing up for myself like hey girl maybe you need to not jump on the gram and just rest it's mm-hmm. 2 in the morning maybe get some sleep <laughs> and also showing up for other people I think there's there's two different camps there's one that's like I will always work and I will never take time for people but I'm believing that transformation and life happens in relationship. We can never do anything alone, mm-hmm. truly transformative. So I'm learning how to show up for myself so I can better show up for others, because at the end of my life, I don't want to be that woman in the comic where it's like a baby looking up at her kid or her parents, and all she sees are cell phones. Like, that is so convicting to me. Mm -hmm. I'm so guilty of that with my husband at home. I'm just like, I want to put it down, but I'm like, who's commenting now? And my husband's like, hey, babe. Hey, the love of your life is right here. (laughs) So how do I show up offline, Alyssa? I don't know. (laughs) We'll
0: find out. (laughs) To be continued.
1: (laughs) Tune in next chapter.
0: (laughs) speaking of offline i do want to start transitioning into all the amazing things you have in store including she tour
1: (gasps) snaps to that y'all
0: so yeah tell us yeah okay so
1: (laughs) i am going on tour with two incredible bosses named christelle stacy and jamie tarshish christelle stacy and the ad expert are their names on instagram So this is really exciting because Christelle is a entrepreneur with three different successful businesses for 10 years. I think, okay, Mark Zuckerberg, for instance, really likes to value youth, but there's also a lot of value in experience. And so Christelle has 10 years of experience growing her own businesses. And now she released a book that has become an Amazon bestseller, which is huge. And it's all about how to start your business well from very strong foundations And what I love about her is she's not just about the fluff and inspiration, which, as entrepreneurs, when we go to these like mixing events, they can be so fluffy. And we're like, I just paid $60 just to (laughs) hang out with you. Like, I'm not in a sorority, okay? Like, just (laughs) meet me for coffee or whatever. But Christelle released this really actionable book and she invited along Jamie, who's an expert in ads, aka growing your reach online as well as me to talk about brand storytelling and your most aligned, authentic message so you can show up online and offline well for your people. And the three of us are going on this speaking tour through the West Coast and TBD, possibly throughout the rest of the states. So that starts when this releases. It'll be this week. And I'm so excited to bring this message in person, y'all, of... Yes, Alyssa's dancing right now. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of dancing on this tour, girl. Oh, the really? three of us yeah. are dancers. Well, Christelle says she dances, but not well. But <laughs> Dude, I don't care if you can dance or not. Just own it. Just own the music. Feel it in your body. Let it move you. That's what it's gonna do. We're gonna move you with our words, with our activities, with our actions, and with the music. It's gonna be great.
0: Ooh, I am so excited. I'm so excited, too, because
1: as you talk about showing up offline i'm predicting because i've been predicting the last 12 years of digital trends our next movement in digital is going to be Mm non-digital we're going to start moving everyone from online to offline Gliss is like throwing her head back like yes girl thank you please please thank you next but every time i say this with women we're like yes please like where did the times go where we actually had a cup of coffee with people Mm -hmm. and i'm so concerned about the next generation when i see my little cousins just on ipads at parties and i'm like Can you take that out of your face and go throw a football around or something, please? Yeah, so I'm just excited to move offline now when we're creating this experience where you can get the action and the inspiration and the connections to move forward. Because as we've talked about, community is everything in this job.
0: Mm -hmm. Ooh, I am so excited and I love that you bring that up because... There's something I'm so passionate about, about like bringing, even though like this podcast is digital, like I want you to feel as though you're having like a cup of coffee with us, that yeah. you're like sitting here in the same room and you're part of the conversation, you know? And I really want to emphasize like how important it is to take everything from URL to IRL.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Girl, you better get that.com get that, uh, if it's not <laughs> available, if it is available, because that's hot. But yeah, even this, Alyssa, we're talking in person. And a lot of podcasts I listen to, you can tell it's so, like, across the states or whatever. Mm -hmm. The sound quality is not great. They're not vibing, you know, looking each other in the eye. So many times I've had to avoid looking Alyssa in the eye because I don't want to cry right now. And both of us are like, meh. But you and... What you and Adrienne are creating in San Diego, fighting for a space to create space for others to come and share their gifts and talents, which I'm all about, obviously, that's so powerful. You're creating experiences, you're creating belonging for others where they otherwise wouldn't find it. So thank you for being part of that movement of going from URL to IRL.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I am so excited. What else can we expect from you, Shay? Oh, man. So many things that I don't even know what to talk about right now. I do want to offer the listeners your freebie. So I want to put that in the the show notes and give them like a link to sign up. So let's talk about that. Your uh, three steps. Oh my gosh. So I'm like, (laughs) what is my freebie right now? I'm like,
1: what? Okay. So one of the... One big freebie that I'm offering right now is this 3 steps to a brand story that sells. So that's on my homepage, which will be linked in the sh- in the show notes. I almost called them Shea notes.
0: <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> <The> Shea notes. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's the just Shea for this. Notes.
1: But I'm all about helping you tell a brand story that sells, and I'm so about aligning and being authentic, but also if you're a business, you got to be selling, girl. Like there is a difference between art and creativity, and that's another thing I learned from my creative director, which is Art is a great expression, but creative is when you actually show up and solve a need in the world. Mm. And so I'm helping you mix the art and the creativity by telling your story with purpose, with your gifts and your uniqueness in a way that connects to your end customer so that you can grow your business and make that impact and income you deserve. So that'll be on my homepage. So people can go and download that and figure out how to tell your your
0: best brand story. Ooh, I'm very excited about that. And we're kind of leading to our last few questions. Hmm. So I want to know, what is a solid piece of advice that you'd give to our listeners? You know, we have a lot of artists and entrepreneurs that tune in, and a lot of just other amazing people in this community who are are always just wondering, like, how can I level up for myself? What can Mm. I do to take the next step for my life, whether that is creative or not? Um, and I feel like everybody's answers are always different. Mm. I'd love to hear from you.
1: So this goes along with the book tour that we're doing, and I love this question. The, The book that we're talking about on this tour, and all of us have different parts of what we're talking about, but the book is called She Minds Her Own Business, and I love that because as women, we've been taught to pit ourselves against one another as if it's a scarcity mentality, but I believe that there's so much abundance for everyone because we each have someone different to serve. And so my advice would be stop looking to the right or left. You can get inspiration, sure, but your best creative work will come when you're aligned with who you are, who you're meant to be, what is your passion and your purpose, and to run fully after that with the people who believe in your gifts and callings and will champion you higher when you feel like you can't keep going. Because the world needs what you have to come alive in. And when you show up consistently, people see that and it inspires them to do the same.
0: Wow, my heart is so full after hearing that. Oh, I'm glad. I absolutely love that. And that leads me into my next question, which is my favorite question to ask people because I feel like there's so much that you can get from a conversation and just having an in real life connection like this. Mm. And I just love ending with this question because it, I feel like your answer can be anything, but who would you have a coffee and combos with and why? At any period in life? Yes,
1: absolutely. Oh man. (laughs) I know this question or I know the answer. Like I think of all the different dignitaries and figures, right? Everyone is poetic as Jesus to like Andre 3000, which is the most random person I would meet. I feel like our energies would just vibe off the charts. Andre what's up, but. I would say I would love to have a conversation with my grandma. Um, I've been holding back the tears this whole time, y'all, and I don't want to cry now, but I don't know my grandparents. My mom's mom died when she was nine months old and her dad died when she was 14. And like we talk about the power of turning bad to good. Like the amazing thing, I truly believe that God uses bad for good and the good Not good. The powerful thing was from that is that my mom was able to be adopted into Hawaii because her parents died at the cutoff age of 14 of adoption. And so when that happened, she was adopted into Hawaii by her uncle and aunt, and they raised her. And she was able to become a self-made, strong Filipino woman, rose to the top of the chain at the County of San Diego and was the highest paid Filipino. Okay, I shouldn't say that. I say she is, but I don't know if that was true. I just say (laughs) it. But she basically used her privilege on top of the food chain to promote other women and men of color around her. And I just never met her parents. Like she was raised without a mom and yet she's become the most amazing mom. She's my best friend. And my dad's parents died when I was two. And so I've always wondered what would they think of me or what would they say to me. And every time I do something like this and I wanna share this cause it goes, it ties the whole series of like family and forgiveness When I started this speaking tour, I felt like I had something to prove, but then I had a vision of my dad standing in the back of the room and just smiling at me. And I hadn't even gone on stage yet. And I felt like the wisdom and the pool of my ancestors saying, man, we love you. We are so proud of you. And it has nothing to do with what you're about to do. We just simply love you for who you are today. Mm -hmm. And so I can't wait to get to heaven and to meet my grandparents and for them to say, man, we're so proud of you
0: so beautiful Shay oh my god I'm like we're at the tissues man (laughs) we held it to the end (laughs) (laughs) I truly appreciate you opening up your heart and sharing your vulnerability with us and this I know I'm gonna say this about every conversation but I truly like this is one of my favorite conversations and especially because you've become such a really great friend to me so quickly and I see a lot of myself reflected in you and that's whatnot. a
1: compliment because you are such a power woman and it is an honor to be your friend Alyssa mopia
0: girl stop it <laughs> love
1: fest but you're here ttyl
0: <laughs> oh my goodness yeah. i'm gonna list all of your links and everything of how to connect with you but Great. if you could let our listeners know where to find you yeah. where to connect with you on instagram and everything yeah please so share.
1: I have two grams because that's what we do. I'm sure Alyssa has like 13. <laughs> so my business Instagram is at comealive.co, just like it sounds, comealive.co, and that's also the website. My personal one is at Shea That's spelled Shay like Guevara, but it's pronounced like the butter. <laughs> so I always say that and people crack up. I'm like, that's like my first thing on my slides. I'm Shay, like the butter, not like Guevara, and they're like, oh. I'm like, what? Okay, so at C-H-E Creates. And yeah, you can find me at
0: those two gram accounts. Can't wait to connect with you and hear what you thought.
1: And I hope you got so much from this.
0: Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And I will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you all for tuning in to today's episode. I'm so excited to have had this conversation with Shay and chatting about She Tour happening this Thursday, January 23rd. If you're interested in, purchasing tickets for yourself please check out the link in the show notes just underneath this episode and use the code coffee and convos for a generous discount code we'll be there and i hope we can connect in real life and if you aren't able to attend the event in san diego or if you're not in san diego stay tuned for more she tour dates coming at you very soon They'll also be going up the West Coast, so check out their website and the Eventbrite link for more info there. Welcome to She We're Live! <laughs>